Welcome to History Class with Lillian. I'm your host, Lillian Strawn, from the Museum of Propaganda, and today we are doing a deep dive into an iconic American image, Rosie the Riveter. For more information, please come visit our exhibit to see Rosie come to life and to learn about other iconic American women in propaganda. During World War II, American propaganda was circulating in the United States and internationally. Although many are called to join the war, the efforts on the home front were just as vital to the war effort. One example of this that is commonly observed is the role of women during the war. While some women maintain their traditional roles in the home as caregivers and homemakers, many women filled the vacancies left by men after they went to war. Nearly 19 million American women were in the workforce throughout World War II, with 3 million joining the workforce at the start of the war. Some women had previously held jobs, but were released from their positions during the Great Depression. But women moved in masses to work in recently abandoned factories and mills to keep the countries running and the war efforts supplied. They handled labor like they never had before, including unloading freight ships, building airships, making ammunition, and more. To engage women in the move to work, the government often released propaganda. In 1942, an image of a woman with a red bandana in her hair and her sleeves rolled up circulated America with the caption, We Can Do It. Although the woman was never named, the media called her Rosie the Riveter, and she quickly became a symbol of the hardworking women in America. From 1942 onward, Rosie's image was reshaped, reshared, and republished repeatedly. One prominent artist who reimagined the image of Rosie was Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell was an American artist who found success relatively young, with his work being purchased on commission as young as 16 years old. He's worked with the Boy Scouts of America, Life Magazine, Country Gentlemen, and what is most relevant for our discussion today, the Saturday Evening Post, who referred to Rockwell as the greatest show window in America. Over the course of his life, 321 Rockwell works made it to the cover of the Post. In 1943, Rockwell painted the Four Freedoms paintings, which were on four consecutive covers of the Post. These images showed average Americans practicing their rights, such as freedom of speech, freedom of worship, freedom from fear, and freedom from want. These are perfect examples of Rockwell's common focal points, the work and the lives of average Americans. The works were sponsored by the Post and by the United States Treasury Department and raised $130 million in war bonds for the World War II effort. Throughout the war, one of his more influential pieces was his interpretation of Rosie the Riveter. On May 29, 1943, Rosie the Riveter appeared on the cover of the Saturday Evening Post. This version of Rosie stars a muscular woman in working overalls, on her head is the signature red bandana, as well as equipment resembling goggles. She appears to be on her lunch break, with a sandwich in one hand and a tin lunchbox labeled with her name on her lap. Also resting in her lap is a rivet gun, a display of the work that she would be doing. She has a hardened exterior, seeming to be oblivious to having her portrait drawn, but has soft and feminine features like red painted nails, red lips, a white handkerchief, and a compact mirror in her pocket. Under her foot is Mein Kampf, Hitler's manifesto. Behind her is the image of the American flag waving. While this Rosie did not include the We Can Do It slogan, she resembled the average American woman. She was strong and brave, but still feminine and womanly. She was hardworking, but caring. She was what most American women saw when they looked in their mirrors. 
This depiction of Rosie is all-American and symbolizes the women who rushed to fill the vacancies left by their male counterparts as the war raged on. Rockwell based his Rosie on his neighbor, Mary Doyle Keefe. Keefe was not a riveter, but rather a 19-year-old telephone operator. In an interview with Eileen Hertz of Central Connecticut State University, Keefe mentioned that Rockwell was somewhat known around their small town in Vermont to ask neighbors, co-workers, and strangers to pose for his work, so she was not quite surprised when he phoned her to sit for him. She recalled that Rockwell called her after her image was published to apologize, and according to a letter that Keefe shared with her daughter, Rockwell called her the most beautiful woman he had ever seen and apologized for making the petite Keefe into the broad-shouldered and muscular Rosie depicted in the post. In the years following, many women claimed to be Rosie in the artwork, whether they were referring to Rockwell's piece or any other piece produced with Rosie's image. Rosie the Riveter was and remains an iconic image of American patriotism and courage. She represents a nation of women who fixed their lipstick, rolled up their sleeves, and said, we can do it. She represents the women who helped win the war. For many women, Rosie the Riveter is an inspiration during the war, post-war, and even today. Today, Rosie the Riveter Day is celebrated on March 21st every year. The day is to celebrate all of the American women who helped support the war effort. This day honors the sacrifice of the women who served in the home front, recognizes the inequality that remains in the workforce, and represents the changing times for women in America. One of the leaders in planning and creating this day was Mae Cryer, a self-proclaimed Rosie. Cryer describes the impact of all depictions of Rosie as the inspiration for change and the vision of the future. If you're looking to learn more about Rosie the Riveter and other aspects of American women in propaganda during World War II, please come visit us at the Museum of Propaganda, where we have a new interactive exhibit on World War II propaganda. Thank you for listening. This is Lillian from History Class, and we'll see you next week.